This is Bring the Noise Podcast with your boy Straight the Clipper in the house. Back with another one. And today, I'm very excited about this episode because I'm going to be covering one of my favorite albums. And I know I say that all the time. But this is definitely an album dear to me. Uh, I actually bought the CD when I was in high school because I'm a little bit younger, so... Most of this old school hip hop I got into in the 2000s and so I had to scrounge and look for the stuff that I wanted to find and I got this uh, album um, at an old CD shop in my hometown and uh, so I have a lot of fond memories driving around with my friends listening to it. Most of my friends love this album too. We're going to be covering today from Slick Rick. And no, not his first album. You know I like to do those obscure albums. We're going to be doing his 1994 album, Behind Bars. So, again, not one of his uh, most commercially successful albums. He's mostly known for The Great Adventures of Slick Rick and Lottie Dottie and all of his uh, super old school stuff. But uh, Behind Bars is a very slept-on album, I believe. Granted, it's kind of, uh, you know, he was on furlough. He was in prison. He was on furlough for work release because this was actually, he had work release to go make this album. So he only had a certain amount of time. So the album does kind of seem like it's pieced together. It's a short album. There's not, uh, I think there's 11 songs on there. Yeah, 11. And out of the 11 songs that are on there, Two of them are the same. One's a remix that's Behind Bars, the self-titled song. And then uh, there is A Love That's True, part one and part two. And we'll go through that when we go in there. So uh, honestly, out of it all, there's like eight songs. You know, two of them are remixes. So, I mean, take it as it is. It's a short album. But if anybody who knows Slick Rick, they know that he is a storytelling genius. He's got a slick voice, hence his name. And uh, yeah, I mean, Slick Rick is one of the greatest MCs of all time. He is the greatest storytelling MC of all time. And I'll debate that with anybody. There are some great storytellers out there. But this dude right here, I mean, he's one of the originals. If not, he definitely elevated the game on storytelling raps. Uh But yeah, so we're going to be talking about Behind Bars, which was released November 22nd, 1994. So once again, falls into that 94 uh, year, which was just a huge year for hip hop. Like a bunch of dope ass albums that came out that year. And this is one of them. And I think, you know, for people who were huge Slick Rick fans at the time, they went and grabbed this album. I, I And I mean, there was kind of a disappointment from his 1991 album, which was also an album that he made on furlough. So, you know, this album, they went a little bit darker. 94 was kind of a dark, you know, the, the beats were darker. Like, you know, I, I, it's just the lyrics were 
brought up to another level for everybody that year, I feel like. But uh, it's one of my favorite years in hip-hop. So, again, I'm going to be covering a lot of albums from that year, and this is one of them. So, uh, anyway, he had some dope-ass producers on this album. He had Easy Mo B, Pete Rock, Large Professor, um, Vance Wright, which produced most of the Rulers Back album. And, um, yeah, so we're going to dive into this. And our first song is titled Behind Bars. Now, Behind Bars is produced by Prince Paul. Um, For those who know Prince Paul, he is... uh, one of the most profound producers in hip hop, you know, with the likes of third bass and De La Soul. And he was part of Stetsa Sonic. And, uh, yeah, Prince Paul is a big figure in hip hop for those that know they know. Um, so yeah, behind bars is a super catchy beat. It's kind of, it's got horns in it, you know, around that time, but, uh, no. So it's got, um, Dope ass beat, upbeat, and throughout the song, Slick Rick basically is just, well, talking about what it's like to be behind bars. He uh, raps about the things he sees, uh, people getting jacked for their clothes or, you know, getting jacked for their shoes and all the shit he sees and uh, basically how he's accumulating cuts and scars behind bars. And uh, um, it's a grimy song. It's a, you know, the lyrics are, you know, he's, you can imagine it's about jails, about uh, mice in and out of his cell and, you know, people trying to, you know, hurt him and how he's, you know, crooked officer, correction officers and all, pretty much, you know, everything that you expect uh, from a jail related song. uh, That's what you get, but you get it done in a slick Rick style. So the story is vivid and it's, it's just a, it's a perfect way to start the album off. One of my favorite songs off the album. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, not much more to say about it than that. It's, uh, it's a dope song, and uh, Slick Rick does it beautifully. One of his, you know, great storytelling. So, um, I guess I would say the the beat is dope, but when we get to the end. Uh, the remix for it is at the end of the album, and that one, that's that. We'll get to that when we get to that. But yeah, so number one, behind bars, produced by Prince Paul. Great story from Slick Rick. In the slammer, but I'm innocent. Lord played with, he wasn't having any pity. Now in razor blade city. Cries opposed to situation, seen mad eyes opposed, tries a rose. Hey yo, money, what size are those? Neither for me to another sprang up. Hmm, to gang up. On this kid, house on the phone, like he didn't know how to hang up. Would be hard though, up to a minute or so, and then yells, time on. Now when you get your commissary by this and that, or else I'm done. You're not asking, we'll stay your store. Think I say. Now we go to number two which is titled All Alone, No One to Be With. Now, I've said it before on when people ask me, well, what's what's one of the best story raps you've ever heard? And I mean, again, there's a plethora out there. Most people will say Immortal Technique, you know, and they'll say, you know, Ice Cube's a great storytelling rapper. Scarface is a great storytelling rapper. And the, obviously they are. Um, and when it comes to sad stories, all those MCs have you know, those sad stories. But this one, All Alone, No One to Be With, is one of the sadder hip-hop songs out there. It's about a woman who's, you know, she's in high school, and she goes to church. She's very, you know, she's 
a good kid, and she ends up falling in love with a guy who's, you know, only there to, you know, sex her, that's it, gets her to fall in love, breaks her code with God, has sex with him, but once the lust is over, he leaves, but turns out she's pregnant, so she has the kid on her own, and uh, also let me cut in right here real quick, this uh, beat was produced by Vance Wright, and it is a somber beat, man, it's a sad beat, so I mean... That's the best way I can put it is it's just it's a sad beat and the story's sad. So anyway, we jump back in. So she has the kid. And even though, you know, she's she's part of a church family, so her parents are not happy about this. But she had the kid because she didn't want to sin. So um, we keep going how uh, basically she had to work part-time while she was still trying to finish school because she's still in high school at this point. And he goes on to say, you know, she had some help from the government, but uh, as soon as she could get off the assistance, she did. So this is a hard, you know, working woman. And again, his, his storytelling is just so vivid. You can close your eyes and just see, picture this woman, picture this kid, picture everything that's going through he 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 paints a fantastic image in this song and he ends it you know that verse by being like you know she did it with no assistant without no man which she once thought she'd die without still she finds the strength to continue with her life without love so um it eventually goes into the next verse where the kid is now older you know this i don't know how he doesn't explain how further in the future it is but he's obviously got to be in high school or almost grown because uh it basically her trying to explain how important education is to him and she you know tries to beat it in his head you know don't go down the path as you know i did or other people did and um but it goes on about how the son is tired of seeing his mother suffering. So basically he starts to sell drugs and the cops did a raid. And it's again, there's not a happy ending to this song because it ends with the kid going to jail. And um, it starts with, or it ends with uh, Slick Rick saying she now spends five hours on a bus to go see him. And basically saying he's now... In, in prison. Oh, I'm sorry. It was, it takes nine. She takes a bus nine hours to go see him because he's in prison. So to sum this song up and the reason why I'm taking so much time on this song, because I think this is an awesome song and literally one of the best story raps out there, not just from Slick Rick, but in general. Um, to sum it up, this girl was in high school. She met a kid that basically, you know, took her virginity and she ended up pregnant her parents were mad because you know she was supposed to be religious and dreamt about being pure at her wedding but you know now she's quote-unquote tainted and has the kid um all alone no one to be with she's working you know three or four jobs just trying to put food on the plate and he gets older and he's tired of seeing his mom struggling he gets in the drug game ends up in jail and that's literally how the song ends, just like that. It's literally all alone, no one to be with. It's a sad song, but it's a really, really good song in the way that it was done. And 
yeah, it's uh, it's just it's one of those songs. But let's go ahead and uh, give it a little listen. This is "All Alone" by Slick Rick. As a youth, each Sunday dawn went to church and paid her respects, and not to mention was a virgin. Kid pushed up. Don't letting him since he made a laugh and all the other girls were sweating him. Then things started to move without pause, and a couple of months later, kids pushing for the draw. Then, it, then it gets light. It gets a lot. Uh, the mood gets lightened up because the next song is called "Sitting in My Car," and it's got his old partner, the original Human Beatbox, Dougie Fresh, doing uh, doing the beatbox. We got um, Vance Wright on production again, and. Uh, yeah, I love this song because this song is just, I mean, and anyone I've ever showed this album to, this ends up being one of their favorite songs too because, you know, it's got him singing the hook, um, the sitting in my car waiting for, and then he hits the high note. And, you know, Slick Rick can't really like sing that well, but it's just, it's funny because he makes it, you know, he just makes it Slick Rick way. But the song is basically about a girl that he his girlfriend and how i mean to sum it up basically she they fight she treats him like shit and um he's uh yeah i mean slick rick you'll find out on most of his albums i don't know if some someone hurt his you know heart back in the day but slick rick just kind of has some uh he's there's a theme that goes with him on a lot, like basically don't trust no bitch. And, uh, and you know, um, this one, he's basically talking about how he needs to make a replacement. And, uh, you know, basically he's, he even says in the song, you're a waste of time, bitch. Tried to kiss her friend twice and third. So basically he, he sees her friend and he's like, I'm done with you. I'm going to try to go for your friend. And, the friend's into it, but she doesn't want to, you know, I mean, she doesn't want to take her friend's man. So, uh, they, as most relationships do, Slick Rick ended up, you know, when you fight all the time, they're, oh, they're fine. But then all of a sudden, the friend noticed, well, you went back to bed with, uh, with your ex-girl. I thought you were done, thought you were done with her. So now Slick Rick's like, well, fuck, I thought you didn't like me, you know, so... Um, yeah, and it's a, it's a really upbeat beat and a, like I was a, a super catchy hook, uh, one of the best songs on the album. And, uh, yeah, once again, that's, that's pretty much the theme of the song is Slick Rick has a girlfriend he doesn't like, he likes her friend, friend likes him, but you know, what, what, what are they to do? <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and it's sitting in his car waiting for you. So let's have a little listen to the song Behind Bars, Slick Rick, sitting in my car, waiting for you. Something Tariq is a fool, the let girls treat me so cruel, but nevertheless, Rick said, you got me Yeah, that's uh, one of the top songs on the album, and that's number three. So we go to number four. This is a love that's true, 
And once again, he he kind of just continues the theme on this one. This is uh, produced by himself. And this is A Love That's True, part one, number four. Um, on this song, I mean, he literally starts it out like talking to his son, even though Slick Rick always, the, one of the things I like about Slick Rick is he does all the voiceover. So if he's doing a girl's voice, he does the girl's voice. So he's doing his his son's voice and he starts off, but you know, you can't trust no bitch son. And kids like, okay, daddy, I understand. And uh, he breaks in and his first lyric is, uh, you know, 1994 has the world's gets trifa. I'm wondering the fuck I need a woman in my life for. Uh, so, um, he continues that theme on this. And basically this bitch was a Coke fiend and, you know, didn't matter what he did. She ain't giving up that Coke for nothing. And uh, his hook on this is just him singing, Ricky needs a lover. That's true. He just, you know, he just wants a true love. And, uh, <laughs> and God damn it, he can't find it. And he doesn't know why. But uh, and he's got uh, three verses to this. You know, I, 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 it sounds like he's talking about different women in one. The second verse, uh, the girl has herpes and she didn't tell him about it. And he didn't get it. But, you know, he's kind of like, well, why didn't you tell me about it? And then also uh, the ex, her ex ends up buying her a fur coat. And Ricky's like, you know, what, what the hell, you know? And she says, oh, it's okay. You can wear it too. And he's basically like, what the fuck is this? Also, she woke him up out of his sleep by yelling Chris. Uh, and uh, yeah, I mean, Slick Rick's always funny. He's always got comedy. This one's definitely one of those songs that has uh it's got uh, some comedy to it and um it's just a funny song honestly and he just continues that narrative of you know can't trust no bitch <laughs> so let's take a listen to a love that's true part one so you get my point son you just don't trust no bitch you know what i'm saying Um, but yeah, that is, uh, that's number four. And then we move on to number five. It's called Cause It's Wrong. This is an Easy Mo B beat. It's not like Easy Mo B's usual beats that you hear on like Big E's album, uh, Ready to Die or Tupac's Me Against the World or Craig Mack's, uh, you know, uh, flavor in your ears and well he produced most of uh project funk the world but uh because it's wrong is once again uh and it's funny because when you listen to the album and you listen to these songs it seems that they're all different when i'm sitting here telling you about it you're like oh so this guy just made a whole album about being in jail and then fucking stupid bitches right like well that's the way it might come across but uh the the album they all have their, and they're all stories, so it's almost like a whole different story. On Cause It's Wrong, he talks about women that he meets that want to hook up with him, but they got a man. And uh, he's he thinks about it. He's like, man, I want to. He kind of flirts with it a little bit. And then he goes, no, I didn't, you know, knock or tongue because it's wrong. And breaks in. And the beat is pretty, it's smooth. It's a smooth beat. 
And uh, but it, I will say it's one that you know kind of gets lost in the shuffle, like on the album in total. Like, but it's the middle of the album. You kind of like, eh, you know, you might skip that song. You might not. I mean, it's still a good story in the end. But uh, and it's a smooth beat. I, it reminds me of driving around in the summer with your windows down. That's what I can say about because it's wrong. So let's go ahead and peep it right now. Check it. <laughs> Sang my songs, stuck on my tongue, girl strong, sweating among them was a hunk. Got a man, but we're not getting along. Lick the balls, I know some girls will lick it, not around, kick it. Look, it's amazing how you rap. Word up, you sound weird. Do I dig a silly question? Picturing jicker, do a tricker. If you only know how good you be looking to a nigga. But perfect to a closet with our walker. Not ever tell her, call me later on, just to talk or whatever. Stirring it up, learn Number six, we have Let's All Get Down, featuring Nice and Smooth, produced by Greg Nice himself. And uh, this song was also on Nice and Smooth's album, Jewel of the Nile. Um, it's a, if you know Nice and Smooth, Greg Nice is hype, Smooth B is smooth, Slick Rick comes in there with the smoothness. Um, you know, Greg Nice is his own hype man, so he starts it off as he usually do does on songs. Uh, comes in with the high energy, and uh, the, the hook, I mean, the whole beat, everything, the song is super high energy. I love this song. It was also one of my favorites off the album. So you come in after Cause It's Wrong with the smooth and then come in just hype. And Slick Rick's verse, to me, is the best on the on the song. He talks about being um, on work release, going to shows, and fans pleading him to hit the blunt. But he's like, I, man, I can't. He's like, I... If I get caught with weed in my system, I can't, you know, I'm off. I got to go back to jail and they probably won't let me off on work release, you know. And uh, um, they go to a show and, yeah, Slick Rick's verse is dope. And, I mean, they all do good. Smooth B is also, I mean, I love Smooth B, so Smooth B can never do anything wrong to me because the guy's just dope. Um, so his verse is, you know, it's a Smooth B verse. And when we touch on Nice and Smooth... If you haven't listened to them before, definitely give it a spin. They are their own group for sure, uh, the two of them. But, uh, yeah, it's a good pairing. I like this song. Slick Rick and Nice and Smooth go really well together, and it's definitely one of the highlights on the album, no doubt about it. So let's peep it out. Makes no sense just standing around. Greg Nice, Smooth B, Slick Rick. Chilling with nice and smooth with my fat farm outfit. They said, What up, Rick? What up? Good to see you out, kid. Where the party at? Asking while relaxing and popping a couple of moles, listening to some fat tracks with them. Being the kid was locked, wanna check the scene of shit. Zulu Nation having some tonight at the arena, Rick. Let's get drunk and roll, said they like the sound of it. Rolled a couple of blunts, but Ruler wasn't down with it. Fans did some little pleading. The next song is a Pete Rock produced song. So, and you can tell it's a classic Pete Rock beat it's called i'm captive and again i like this song because slick rick always has stories you know sad stories you know stories about women and then he's got just those funny stories and i love that true i love that is true is a good funny story but to me i'm captive is us basically we're back in uh slave times slick rick is a slave and he basically talks about how you know he's got to see the the master plowing his honey pie stuff and then the the master's wife is trying to get him and uh it's you know basically he's 
you know, and then the master himself is trying to get on Slick Rick and Slick Rick's like, Hey, I don't, you know, I don't swing that way. And, uh, he ends the whole song though, by basically being like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm a fuck the master's wife. I'm a fuck that granny looking girl. And I'm going to make her my, my slave. And he ends it by saying the bitch, you know, the girl's captive now. Cause he, in the first two verses, he's saying how, He's captive. Well, at the end, he's like, "No, nah, I, I, I flipped the tables. I, I now I got her. She's captive." And it, like I said, it's good Pete Rock beat. Pete Rock's in the background doing his, you know, dubs that he usually does when he does uh, remixes or other people, uh, people's beats. Um, it's a good song. Again, coming after "Let's All Get Down." Um, I'm captive is uh, a super funny and just kind of witty great storytelling and again through all these songs you can close your eyes and just listen to rick and just kind of picture it in your mind like yep i see it i can see this i'm picturing you know old times in the south or something and slick rick working hard but then at the end you just if if you know slick rick he's always jeweled out he's always iced up so I, at the end of the song, I always picture him just sitting in a big house, just smiling, like while while he's got some white girl cleaning and you know doing the dishes and doing this or whatever. I don't know. It's just it's a good song. I like it. So on that note, we might as well take a little listen to it. I'm captive. Pete Rock, Slick Rick, hit it. Yeah. All right, Joe, get the slaves off, man. Yeah. yeah. They think they just got me like this. What's brewing? Shit chatter back to work like two. I had to spit. Motherfucker, I ain't doing jack shit. Yeah, yeah. squeeze the trigger, cause I don't see how you're Two lashes. Okay, it could be a good nigga. Yeah. I'm the lash there hooking. I was in heat, suppose. Crawl back to the house to watch. Next song, number eight, also produced by Pete Rock. And again, you can tell to me, this is one of the dopest beats on the whole album. It's called Get a Job. Uh Again, this one's a funny song too, and this this song actually made me when I was younger. I uh, was just being a lazy 19, 20 year old kid, didn't have a job, and I remember waking up one day. I used to just listen to music when I'd fall asleep and everything, and I wake up and this song's playing, and the hook to this song is just Slick Rick going, "Get a job, get a job," and I just remember waking up and I was like, "Man." I got to get a job, not only because I just need one, but Slick Rick is speaking to me right now, telling me I got to get a job, you know? <laughs> um, and I mean, yeah, that's the song is pretty much about that, you know, fake friends. He even starts with him, uh, you know, why don't you go? It's uh, Again, he's doing the voices, so it's two, you know, uh, people talking to each other, like the wife telling the guy, why don't you go and get a job? And he goes, oh, I'll be all right. Rick will give me some money, <laughs> you know, basically talking about fake friends, uh, just trying to hang around him to get his money. And, um, yeah, it's, it's a funny song and I like it. I think, uh, most of the people that have heard this album, I think they like the song too. You got Pete Rock on production, which you can never go wrong. You got Slick Rick telling a story. It's a funny story. And, uh, yeah, I mean, he's, and I mean, he kicks three verses on it. And even his, uh, he's got a verse about, um, a girl basic, you know, another 
girl trying to be like, well, you know, I'll, you can be with me if you pay me or, you know, why don't you buy me this? Why don't you drive me around? And he's like, get a job, you know, <laughs> and he's 50 years old and still living with your parents. Get a job. Um, yeah, it's a uh, it's it's a it's a great song. I love this song. Get a job. It also, like I said, <laughs> it made me get up and go get a job when I was younger because I was like, man, I'm one of those people right now. <laughs> um, anyway. Let's go ahead and give it a listen. Get a job. Slick Rick behind bars. Peep it. Come on, honey, wake up. You said he's going to get a job today. Uh, come on, we got bills to pay. I'm tired of this. No, you, you're taking this too far. Come on, get up. Uh, Rick will give me some money. Chill out. I'll go to, I'll go to more. Pass me a beer. The lobby right around the best trouble, fake friends. Word, here they come now. Yeah, Ricky, let me couple lenses for lunch and all of that. I got to Next song, we got A Love That's True Part 2. So this is the same beat as A Love That's True Part 1, number 4. This is number 9. So it's just shorter. And the beat is, uh, it's kind of Jamaican vibe to it. And so I guess he decided to just, do a Jamaican vibe to it because I love that's true. Part two is him just pretty much doing a reggae style rap over it. Kind of rapping about what he was doing in the first one. Like, you know, don't trust no bitch. And you know, Ricky's looking for a love that's true and he can't seem to find it. All he finds are these skeezers that just can't trust him. That's the story of slick Rick, you know, (laughs) but, um, so I'll be honest, you know, I like the reggae feel over it, but this is a song that I do skip. I'm not going to lie. Like when I when I hit it, I kind of just go past it. And it's shorter than the first one. Um same beat and everything too, so you hear it come on and on an album that's already short, you're kind of like, "Oh, here's the same beat just him doing a reggae style over it." So, um but it is it's not like it's not listen, listenable. I mean, I will let this album play through all the time and I you know, I'll definitely listen to it, but uh, let's go ahead and give it a spin. A love that's true, part two. Slick Rick behind bars, ninety four. Peep it. Um, number 10 is It's a Boy Remix, produced by Large Professor. So on The Ruler's Back, his album from 1991, is the original It's a Boy. Um, and I guess, you know, Large Professor is a dope producer, so I guess they remixed it, threw it on this album. Um, it's way better than the first one. Not that the first one is bad, but again, Large Professor threw his... Uh, talents to use and it's got it's a classic 94 beat honestly it fits perfect with the album i think it uh is one of the dopest beats on the album too um and it's it's a boy is about his son you know he raps about um you know having his son how any toy he wants he gets uh how he's gonna spoil him rotten and uh yeah it's uh kind of just a song and an ode to his to his son and uh you can tell in the song he's very proud to have his son he's very proud to uh you know 
make a song for him pretty much. And I'm sure now that uh, Slick Rick's son is, you know, a grown adult, I'm, you know, it'd be cool to go back and be like, yeah, my dad made a song for me. That's awesome. It's a boy, remix, large professor, uh, dope song. So let's give it a spin. It's a boy, large professor, Slick Rick. Get it. So the last song on the album is a remix of Behind Bars, the Dumb Diddy Dumb mix featuring Warren G. So Warren G does the production on this, kind of gives it, you know, that West Coast G-Funk that Warren G was known for, and even has a verse from Warren G in the middle. So the first verse is the same as the original Behind the Bars, but the beat is much darker, and I, I... I love the original Behind Bars, but this this song, this beat, this encompasses what Behind the Bar Behind Bars. I think the story sounds so much better over this beat. It's laid back, it's eerie, it's dark, and Warren G does the the hook for it. He he's the one that goes dum diddy dum diddy diddy dotty day, and then they you know, come in with his sample, this type of shit happens every day, and then they have the KRS-One sample in there, and um, Warren G's verse is also very vivid. I think he uh, also kicks a very good story rap with uh, Slick Rick, and yeah, this one, um, if anyone, they'll hear the first one, and then they'll hear Behind the Bars remix, and that's that's the one that the music video's for, too, and uh, when you hear this, definitely go check out the music video because uh, Slick Rick was obviously in jail, so he couldn't do the music video. So there's this uh, illustration kind of animation um, uh, thing for the music video, and it's really, really, it's really cool. It's kind of got that, uh, it, it really adds to it. It's like a, almost like an old school 30s animation, but not quite, you know, that old, but it's got that eeriness to it which goes with the beat if i feel like if they would have made the music video to the original beat it wouldn't have went together as well i feel like with the warren g dumb diddy dumb remix the music video goes perfect with that even though in the music video they took warren g's uh verse out and it's just slick rick's three verses but on the album it is slick rick's first verse warren g does a verse in the middle and then it's Slick Rick's last verse, so they cut out Slick Rick's uh, middle verse. But, I mean, honestly, it's the beat is so dope, and uh, the music video is super dope. And, yeah, I mean, Behind the Bars remix knocks the original one out of the water. So, without further ado, let's get into it. Behind Bars, Warren G, remix. Hit it. Check this out, this Warren G, you know what I'm saying? Chilling with my man Slick Rick, you know? And we're gonna give y'all a little tale about that jail stuff, you know? So Rick, why don't you run it, homie? Yeah. In the slamming kid. But I'm innocent. Lord played with, he wasn't having any pity. Now in Razor Blade City. Cries opposed to situation, seen mad eyes opposed, tries a rose. Hey yo, money, what size are those? Neither for me to another sprang up. Hmm, to gang on. On this kid, house in the phone like he didn't know how to hang up. That's it. That is the album in its hole right there. 
That is behind the ba- behind bars from Slick Rick, nineteen ninety four, and so now, like I usually do, I'm gonna pick three songs that I would get rid of if I had to. If someone had a gun to my head and was like, "Yo, straight, you can only take three. You got to take three songs off. The rest of the album stays intact, but you have to take three songs off. What are you taking off?" And to me. It's not that hard to to choose, honestly. I already said what I said about number nine, A Love That's True, part two. That one would be gone for sure. Like, I mean, I like the reggae. I like it, but it's gone. I'm going to take that one off. Um, Oh, boy. You know, I would probably, not that it's bad, but if I got to take three and I got a gun to my head, I would take Cause It's Wrong off and... um. You know, I took part two off, but I feel like I need the other songs on there. I got to have them. So I would take I Love That's True Part One off, too. So I'd take I Love That's True Part One, I Love That's True Part Two, and Because It's Wrong. Got to have the other ones on there. No doubt about it. Um, So that brings me to picking three songs I would keep. So I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to keep... Behind Bars, the Dumb Diddy Dumb mix with Warren G, because it is the best song on the album. No, hands down, best song on the album. If I, if someone was to just, if I could just play that song, here, go listen to this album, here's one song from it, that's the song I'd play. And I, it captures you right away, because the storytelling's so good, and it goes with the beat so well. And Warren G's smooth, just like Slick Rick, and it goes in, anyway... That's that's the that's the one that's uh, I'm keeping. That's my top top three. Um, number two, got to be all alone, no one to be with. Just because you heard, I I probably went in depth on that song the most on this episode, and for good reason, honestly, it is one of the top three songs on the album. So all alone, no one to be with, has to stay. Um, now number three, this one's a tricky one for me because there's three songs that I'm like torn between wanting to, you know, put in my top three, uh, sitting in my car is one of them. Uh, let's all get down is another one, get a job and it's a boy. Those are all, um, really, really good songs, but I'm going to go just because it's got the dynamic duo with him and Dougie Fresh, my number three is going to be Sitting in My Car featuring Dougie Fresh. Um, the beat is awesome. The story's g- great, you know, funny and just witty and like Slick Rick always is. Um, so that's going to be my top three. It's going to be Behind Bars, the Dumb Diddy Dumb Mix with Warren G., gonna be all alone no one to be with and sitting in my car if those were three if they were like you can only show people three songs to try to get them to listen to this album granted the the album's short but those would be the three and people would be like because then you get the eeriness of behind bars you get the sadness of all alone and then you get the you know kind of the upbeat like hey bring it back sitting in my car you know waiting waiting for waiting for you um 
But yeah, that is my um, episode on Behind Bars. I wouldn't say it's necessarily a review. It's kind of a review, but uh, it's an album that gets lost um, in the shuffle. Uh, It's not one of Slick Rick's most known albums. I feel like his first one is obviously the the best. That's what he's known for, The Great Adventures of Slick Rick. And I I honestly think... His 99 album, I believe it's 99, uh, The Art of Storytelling. I almost think that one gets more love than The Rulers Back or Behind Bars. Um, But it is what it is. It's one of my favorite albums. It's a great 94 album. And that's what I like to do. I like to kind of take artists' more obscure albums and kind of give them some light, give them some shine. Cause sometimes someone just hears, Oh yeah. Slick Rick's, you know, or this person's first album or first two albums is great. And he's got these shitty albums in the middle, but then he, you know, he's got these other great albums or, Oh, only his first two albums are good. And the rest of them are shit. And it's like, then you don't really give him a chance behind bars is a solid album. It's, you know, yeah, sure. It's, it's short and it's kind of a put together, um, piece together album but it's still it's a great album and it deserves to get the it's it deserves to get dusted off and get the shine that i think it deserves um like i said one of my favorite albums definitely my second favorite album from slick rick and that's just me it'll always be up for debate but um yeah make sure you click subscribe and like and follow us on instagram and facebook at bring the noise podcast I am straight the clipper, and until the next episode, I'm Audi 5000. Peace. One, two, three.